Hello, you're listening to Lime and the Lemons. I'm your host, Liam McCauley, and today we're going to be starting off with my first topic of the evening, the new Batman. So, I've been told, uh, as many of us have, that Robert Pattinson, that you might know from all the Twilight movies, is going to be playing Batman, possibly. It was him and another person, but I really think he should do it. He resembles, if they're going to play it, a younger, a, like, 20-year-old Bruce. And I think it could be good for it, because we've had a lot of actors that look just like they were playing, like, Batman in their 30s or 40s. And I really just think that it would be great if Robert Pattinson can nail this. Um, a little side note, it is the day before Victoria Day in my neighborhood, and in my where I live, and there are going to be many fireworks outside interrupting our little podcast, but let's just, besides that, I do not live in a soundproof room, I live in a basement, technically in a house still, but it's okay. Um, Robert Pattinson could be a very great Batman if he does it right. We've had Michael Keaton, and we've had Ben Affleck, who we really thought was going to stay as Batman. But with this new release, we don't know. But does this mean that Robert Pattinson is going to be playing the new, J- playing Batman against the new Joker? Well, we don't know much about that if the two things are linked yet. But I really hope we can find out whether the two are linked. Um, as you heard when I started, that was just a little intro music, I thought. Um, I tried to just do something quick in GarageBand because I don't want copywritten music, plus I don't know if I had to do anything, so I just quickly did that. Um, my next topic is going to be about Endgame. It's been a fair amount of time after Endgame, and I really think that we should talk about some certain key points. So I'm going to start off with the hardest one to talk about first, which was Iron Man Dying. I really saw that coming, because I knew his contract was up, I just really didn't know what was going to happen with his character, I just really wanted to know what was going to happen, I really wanted him to stay around for Spider-Man Far From Home, but we all knew he was going to have to make the sacrifice, I knew the second um, Doctor Strange told Iron Man, if I tell you, it's not going to happen, because I don't think he would make that sacrifice in that headspace if he had asked Doctor Strange, because Doctor Strange would thought he's still being selfish because of his daughter Morgan and all of them. But, all in all, Tom Hollins had a great reaction as Peter Parker reacting to Iron Man dying, which in my opinion is really like our Uncle Ben dying storyline. I thought it was very powerful and moving, and you know I'm a very big Spider-Man fan, so I thought that was better than anything I'd ever seen. And I have gone to see the movie twice, and it just gets it just gets sadder each time because you know what's happening. Um, Black Widow has now been traded for the Soul Stone. I we've looked at a lot of a lot of us have looked information up. If one Steve wanted to go trade the stone, could he get her back? And we all know that was not true because it's a everlasting exchangement. So we're never gonna get Black Widow back 
But we do know that there will be a Black Widow solo movie that takes place back how she became Black Widow, if I'm believed by sources that that's how it's going to work. Um, our next top is talking about Cap bringing back the Soul Stone, and that is him going back in time. We all knew that from the scene where he's looking at Peggy Carter through the blinds, that this was going to be him being like, I need to go to her. I cannot just stay here after bringing all these stones back, especially to that one time, and not get my dance. It was really sad to see him go, but a lot of fans were happy that Cap finally got that last dance. Talking about um, what Cap did, he gave his shield when he came back, when he was older, a very old man, to Falcon, which does mean that Falcon will be coming the new Captain America. So, we have seen this in comic books before. He, Falcon normally takes it up, and so does Bucky Barnes. So people I know, some of them were like, why didn't you give it to Bucky? But others was like, Bucky hasn't really been trusted to be him since he's just still come back from being in dust and also just gotten out of his brainwash thing from the Winter Soldier. Another thing is, Falcon is just a great character. I really like how they've played him, and I just can't wait to see him as Captain America. And I think he still uses, I know he will still, and still does use Falcon wings while holding on Cap Shield. Um, Spider-Man is another thing I really want to talk about, because Spider-Man Far From Home is coming out very soon. It's the last Marvel movie that we'll get until 2020. And a lot of people have seen the new trailer, if you have not. Well, you've already been spoiled half of this stuff from um, the end game stuff. I will have put a disclaimer in the thing if you have not watched it. It's been out for like, what, four or five, like a month or two? Like a month and a half or something. And like, you can't have dodged spoilers that much unless you don't even go onto any kind of social media, which is hard. I couldn't last, like, I went... Like, before it was even a week out. Because I, I was waiting for it to cool down, but then I could not, like, handle all these spoilers and stuff happening. But yeah, but Spider-Man, far from the trailer, shows that Peter's really not dealing with this well. But he really needs... We'll see a breakthrough with him, and the confirmation of the Spider-Verse was really really amazing thing that happened. I was never going to suspect that. I thought they were not even going to do that because it's too complicated. Like uh, with J.K. Rowling, when she wrote the third Harry Potter book, she dealed with time travel like once. And it was kind of like hard. She didn't really like doing it just because it got too complicated. But she did do that in The Cursed Child, which is not the reason it's my least favorite Harry Potter book. Just because of the time travel and timelines changing, and it's just weird. I would love to actually see it live as a play, like, so I could probably follow more of the context, but I've never been able to go to New York or see it. So maybe one day I'll be able to go see it, or maybe one day they can actually make it into a motion picture. But back to Spider-Man, Far From Home, I keep getting derailed, you'll notice that a lot while we do these podcasts. 
And today is going to be a very short one. I'm recording all of these at the same time because I haven't posted a lot. But um, I'll be posting this one on Victoria Day. Well, in Canada, on Victoria Day is where I'm from. But one important thing that I feel should happen with Spider-Man is we should realize that he should try to mention Uncle Ben saying he's dealt with something like this before but not as dramatic because Uncle Ben is the father figure for Spider-Man in the comics but if we take Tony as Peter's father figure do we even need an Uncle Ben? Was there ever an Uncle Ben? But we don't really know a lot about that stuff and we a lot of fans like have gotten hints to stuff before Peter Parker was Spider-Man in the MCU, but I really just want to know, like, I wanted to see, like, the Spider-Bite, like, a flashback to that, flashback to Uncle Ben, but I feel like we're gonna have a lot of, like, painful memories for Peter throughout Far From Home, about Iron Man, and about all of that stuff, because in the trailer he does say he's seeing his face everywhere, and it's just gonna be a very interesting movie to watch. Because this will be the first Marvel movie after Robert Downey Jr., who plays Iron Man, or Tony Stark, is officially dead for like a whole movie. Now, to my next topic. I like um, a lot of shows to talk about. I'm not really big of a... Game of Thrones fan. Um, I've never watched it. I've read some of the books. I like the books. I never had time to watch the television shows because I was too busy watching another one of my favorite shows that is a Batman show. It's called Gotham. What has just recently ended like a couple weeks ago. And I thought that it was the best they could have... The best they did with the, what they could have done. Because they did not have a lot of episodes for their season. They only got renewed for... I think 12 episodes, and I watched every single one of them. I thought every single was great. They couldn't really drop the name Joker at the end of Cameron Monaghan playing, as most of us just call him now, Mr. J, because he even says, are we? Are you talking to a Jeremiah? Jeremiah's not here. But, like, we knew when the Batarang was thrown at Jeremiah or Mr. J, whatever you want to call him, that that was Bruce and Batman, and he knew that because of Rachel Ghoul's vision. Now, I would have liked them in the Pennyworth spin-off show, which will be happening soon. It shows um, Alfred Pennyworth meet actual Bruce, not Bruce Wayne, um, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne throughout, like when they're younger, before they hire him when he's a younger person. And how we can understand all his military training and all stuff. I would really like at the end of that show, at the very end of the series, whenever it gets cancelled or has to end, I would like to see a time jump like we saw at the end of Gotham, just so we can see Sean Pertree as Alfred again, just like a random part or something when like it's a full family or Bruce is just being born around there so you can watch the entire Pennyworth series and then you can watch Gotham and that's how you can like just rewatch it but it'd be nice because um Sean Pertree is a great actor 
Um, his father was the third Doctor in Doctor Who, which is a show I watch a lot and really appreciate. I did not know that until the second season of Gotham, when I actually followed Sean Pertree on Instagram and realized the uh, that he was his son, and I just said, yeah, he actually looks a lot like his father, and some pictures I've seen where people have changed his hair to look like his father's, it was just really funny, and I thought it was great, because Doctor Who is one of my favorite shows of all time. But I think Gotham is number two now, because just Gotham has been great. I'm sad that it's over, but, you know, a lot of things end. Talking about shows ending, The Big Bang Theory had just recently ended a couple days ago, and I was just very, like, happy with that ending. The Nobel Prize scene. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. I'm spoiling a lot of things today. Maybe I'll just title this episode Spoilers and Batman News. I don't know. But I really thought that what we could do with the Big Bang Theory is, since that's the very end, we still have Young Sheldon, which some people like, some people don't. I like it. I think it's funny. To know all the inside jokes if you watch the entire Big Bang Theory. But again, like I said with the Pennyworth show, I think there should be a time jump right near when the show gets ended or anything. Just because I want that to happen. Well now that's all the time I have for today. Thank you for listening to Lime and the Lemons. I will talk to you guys later with a new episode that will probably... Have a lot less ums and sounds in the back.